1: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights, X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes,
0: offering affordable
2: customization on your new home.
0: It's Wednesday, May 31st, 2023.
2: I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna.
0: Welcome to episode 1427 of the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast.
2: Whoa. It's a
0: lot of them. Yep. Shauna, you moved yesterday? Are you all moved into your new place?
2: I am moved in. So uh, today the cleaners come in. Yeah. I decided I didn't want to do that myself. But uh, every item is officially out of my old place and into my new one. So now it's just about unpacking? And it's funny because I want, like, I halved the size of my place. Mm-hmm. So, and then, of course, you see all the boxes, and it's extremely overwhelming right now <laughs> because there's hardly anywhere to move and all the boxes are stocked up. And you don't realize, like as you start to get through them, you're like, right, okay, it probably will all fit, but when you see all the boxes versus the size of the place, it's like, I don't think this is going to work out. So yesterday, I was having these, like, overwhelmingly stressful moments of like, oh, there's too much, way too much, like, what do I do here?
0: There's lots of really clever storage solutions online, too, if you go on, like, TikTok or whatever for smaller apartments, and Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's cool things you can do. And
2: I got rid of so much stuff. Like, I, I do think I, I it will all be good. There's a few things that I brought, knowing that I'm probably going to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in case, like, I have this portable air conditioner. Well, the AC in this place is very good. So right. I that I can sell off. Like, those little things, too. So it's going to take time to finally get it down to exactly how I want it. But the fun begins after the boxes are, you know, kind of unpacked, too. And then we can start... Rearranging and having fun with it. So
0: wait till the next heat wave; you'll sell that air conditioner for sure. Yep, it's um, true. So I was talking to a buddy, and he just moved into a new place, and he said he wants a big dining table where he can seat all of his friends, but he also doesn't want like a big dining table taking up right. all this space. So we yep. we're trying to come up with an idea where it'll like fold out of the wall, mm, um, yes. But it'll also like it'll look like a piece of art when it's up.
1: Oh, that's So like, the awesome. underside
0: of the table would be something decorative, and then when it comes down. Genius. You'll have seating for, like, nine or ten people without having that always set up in an apartment for one person.
2: So. And I've, I've had a couple small apartments before, and I love designing, like, how to make that mm-hmm. stuff work. It's really, really fun. Um, so I'm just really excited to get the box, like, get those boxes out of there, and then I can yeah, start having the fun of designing all that stuff. So. Well,
0: you've always said that you were attracted by the, the concept of a tiny home. Totally. So clearly, like, a ton of space isn't something that you really need.
2: No, right? and it was so nice to declutter, and as I like moved I just I almost wish that I just got rid of everything though and start fresh It would be more fun and like I don't have a ton really that's even expensive So it's I also don't want to spend all the money on new stuff either So right. I'm like we'll make this work But it would be so fun to have that place and just be like, okay, let's start this, is right
0: this, exactly. this is the right coach for this Exactly. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah um, But you said the move was a nightmare yesterday
2: yeah, it took like three three times as long. It was supposed to take two and a half to three hours and it took like eight, eight and a half. Um It the, always
0: sucks. I
2: know. And just like <laughs> it always stuff sucks. always happens. Always. Like this time the elevator was double booked and then there was a bunch of people unexpectedly on top of that moving so there were, at one point it was four moving trucks trying to use one elevator at this oh, building. Like man. so you're just there like, oh, and then of course the movers are on the clock and they yeah. have other jobs to get to, so then you're trying to negotiate how to make it it's yeah. Anyway, you know even what? when though? you
0: hire movers. I said on the air Done. this morning, I think my version of hell would just be you finish a big move, mm-hmm. and then right when you go to sit down, Satan pops out, and he's like, do it again. Yeah. And you just keep doing that yep. for eternity. Yeah, and you were like, hell, you I sit think.
2: down, and then you have to get back. up. like, you don't even sit down. You get to that point where you're squatting and, and he you're puts ready a spike for the under relief, your butt and he's like, no! And he's
0: yeah. like, Moving oh. back.
2: Yeah, yesterday when I finally sat down, like I it was insane. I was just like, Oh my god, this is the first time since yep. three this morning. Yeah, it was crazy. Well
0: now you can pick away at it slowly and exactly. take your time, make it your own
2: good escape. Good.
0: Uh, on today's show a heritage moment, we're gonna talk about the history of Calgary's tallest buildings. The goat of countins, you know, like where a band counts themselves in for a song, mm-hmm. but they leave it in the recording. Uh, an etymology, a medical condition that I didn't know existed. It doesn't sound real, but it's real. The goat of souvenirs. Oh. Small town news. This all has to do with small town grad, which is happening right now. It's a big deal. Um, one of the things Sean is looking forward to about her new neighborhood, a hilarious booth, And the Terry of the Month nominee After your out of context clip I guess you want to say uh, Give a quick uh, A quick introduction Brief introduction The
1: Beckler and Shauna Podcast Friend of the show
2: Erna Sent this clip over uh, And it's from a cycling race The Giro d'Italia or the uh, Tour of Italy, I guess, is kind of what it is, which is a big race, and there was a Canadian that was racing in it, Derek G, I believe is his name, and um, he was doing fairly well. But in this clip, as he's riding, right at the end, a Canadian wearing what looked to be a black skin suit, carrying a Canadian flag with this blue hood, starts running beside him, and he was doing this last final ascent at the time, and he was cheering him on, and Erna was like, could this be a Canadian sports terry okay and I've got the clip of this here now it's hard to hear at first so I might have to translate the first bit and then it gets a bit more clear but here's what the Canadian Terry is saying let's go, Derek. Come on, Derek. <laughs> so he was saying let's go Derek come yeah, on you're built that. for this okay you're an animal and then you're an effing monster okay so then he starts swearing just a little bit oh, hi, hi. And at the end there, he said, "You're going to win the F and Sprint." <laughs> so you heard the "Let's go, buddies!" Yeah. a bunch of times, and he had that Canadian accent in the middle there that you can really hear. Yeah. Uh, and he was just cheering this guy on, and it was awesome. <laughs> Swearing um, a little bit, cheering him with the Let's Go buddies, and
0: the first thing that I thought is that we all need a fan like that oh in my life, God, don't dude, we? Some don't guy running ever. alongside you. You got this. You're built for this. this you're it. an
2: animal. And he just like <laughs> the things he was saying. Yeah, it was unbelievably kind. you're yeah. just like everybody needs this Terry in their life.
0: But I hear the Canadian accent on him for sure. Yeah. It's the friggin' little- Gold Bud. Oh, you looks- got this, Derek. That's cool.
2: Oh, and then, of course, just a little bit of the, the swearing to add so, to it, too. So, so many buddies. so oh, many. Oh, so many buddies. Come on, guy. Oh my, let's go. This ain't nothing. You can do Buddy, it, bud. Buddy, you got this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I don't know if we nominate this guy for a Terry of the Month. There's Absolutely. Of, okay,
0: great. And he went great. all the way to Italy to cheer on Derek T. Right? Good that for is, him. Oh,
1: man. That great is a Terry. great Canadian we Terry. We all need a
0: guy like that.
1: We do. The and Chana Podcast.
0: A quick boof video for you. Great. great. Just a real, clip. A quick, real quick clip here. Oh, a boof. that's a boof yeah, right there. Boof. Nah, it's, good. Could, it's good to boof so sometimes. It's, yeah. This is from a friend of the show, Nicole, who's been on a real roll with the content she's been sending us lately great uh, this so just this is this is audio from a like a like a zoom meeting or something here's the uh, i'll turn it over to you i guess if you want to say uh, you know, give a quick uh, a quick okay, introduction no. brief introduction um regarding your uh you know, your role, I guess, why you initially reached out, and then we can take it from there.
2: Hopefully you caught that. Yeah, can we play it once yeah. more, please? I guess you want to say,
0: uh, you know, give a queef uh, a Whoops. quick introduction, brief introduction. He went to say quick and brief, and it came out queef. queef. So it's like, if you want to give a queef, queef? and say, say why you're here.
2: <laughs> you want to state your queef? Oh, it's so funny. You give us so a quick queef so and let's let us go around the room, everyone give everyone a quick queef? queef, and then we'll yeah. be... Queef and on our way, please. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> A Charlie Puth yeah <laughs> okay yeah that's a good way to leave your mark good for him you know I wonder if afterwards he's like oh come uh, on he, he oh, requir- no. I think
0: it was who posted it he required ir- oh, boof again he oh recovered my. pretty well there didn't he
2: he did he kept on going with his yeah. statement you know and
0: then got, he did say queef he did ask, he, ask everyone in the meeting to queef which yep, is really funny.
2: oh that's fantastic <laughs> there it is <laughs> and next who's the next queefer Okay. Queef and go. Great. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I moved yesterday, which is phenomenal to have that over with. That's just a great thing. You know, that's the worst day ever. Yep.
0: Now you can block it out. Yes. Pretend it didn't happen. Pretend
2: it didn't happen. Now, like the unpacking and stuff, you can kind of do at your own pace. The moving day is always the stressful day. So uh, the one fun thing I find about moving to a new area though, and I'm not that far from where I used to be, but it's a different part of downtown is that you get to kind of discover your new hood. And it's almost like you live in a different city. Yeah. It, like I'm only, I don't know, 20 blocks from where I was, if that. But still, it's a totally different area. Mm-hmm. It's, there's always different stuff around. Like you, you have a new corner store that's close. The new place to get booze that's close. The bars and restaurants that are around are a bit different. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's, it, I was walking around yesterday. And after I finally did the move, I was like, I need a beer. And it was so fun to kind of just be like, oh. What's around here? What's close? And I was passing all these places, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this yep. is close, and this is
0: awesome. It is really cool. And, you know, we moved last summer from the southwest to the southeast, and you're right. In a city this size, it is like moving to a new city. Totally. All of a sudden, you know, like you said, all the stores are new. All your neighbors are new. The yep. kids are at a new school with new people. And you meet, you know, you've, you meet all these people you wouldn't otherwise meet. Yes. So
2: it's great. And I seriously just went from one end of downtown to the other, but it doesn't matter. Like there's so much that's different and yep. our, the density is different. So I was at wandering around and I was like, hmm, where's going to be my new local haunt? That's the big Ooh. one. The new local place. Your new place
0: to pop in for a cheeky little pint a little, if you a want. cheeky
2: pint, just a quick cheeky pint. Yeah, where is it going to be? And I got thinking about this as well, and I was like, it's it's kind of a big and an important decision, because I spend quite a bit of money on these places, if they're mm-hmm. the local haunts, and the places that I frequent, you know, will have band gigs at, or I tend to bring big crews to a lot of the time. So I was like, it's beneficial for these businesses as well. Right. But you have to make the right decision, and it has to be the right type of place, so I I almost feel like I should interview them or audition them a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, try my. And they should bid for your business. That's it.
2: Try my ass on their their seats for size and be yeah. like, mm, this one does that feel? Mm. I
0: felt that way about my new liquor store when I moved. That's big, to my right? neighborhood. it's like I could. This could be a thirty year commitment. Yes. Like Who Who wants my business? Seriously. What are you offering? Right.
2: You don't think about it at the time, and even as a business owner, I don't know if you know that. Like the new person who marches in there might be your next big, lifelong customer. Big customer. That's right. So I maybe we should be doing interviews.
0: So I mean, the nice thing is that you can sample all these places Mm -hmm. and see what see if you get a feel for it. You're not on the clock to you know to commit to any to sign a contract. Nope, nope. What do you look for?
2: So this is it. A homey feeling.
0: A homey feeling. Okay. Uh,
2: warm lighting is a big one. Can't be a hospital in there because some of the new places I find are just super bright. I'm like, I don't want
0: that. So nothing too trendy, nothing nope. too modern and trendy here today, gone tomorrow type thing. A
2: little scent of a dive, you know, okay. I want to walk in there and sniff a little bit of history, <laughs> like some bad decisions were made here. That's, that's key as well. Got a dive bar in my hood. It's almost a little too divey oh, for me. See, you'd probably love it. Yeah. Oh, would yeah, I? You'd probably love it. A big outdoor space as well. I want okay. a patio. I like to be in the sunshine or like during the, the summer, someplace to be able to sit outside. That's a big one.
0: I'd start by checking the health inspector's report. That's a big one, too. Because when we when I first moved here and we started this show, the, the haunt that we all hung out at, did you see it just got shut down for like some serious health violations in their kitchen? Oh, boy. So that's something you probably want to look
2: into yeah, before you, know you
0: make a commitment.
2: I'm there to mostly drink. It's fine. Okay. Oh, what's yeah. a little cockroach in your, in your food can do? <laughs> The Backler and Shauna
0: podcast. Well, it's graduation season.
1: Yeah, it is. I've
0: seen grad parties and grads out taking photos. Totally. And exciting time of year, especially if you live in a small town. graduation in a small town is a huge friggin' deal.
2: I'm envious that I didn't graduate in a small town because yeah, I graduated with like a thousand other people and it was, it was the worst. It was like an assembly line to get you on and off the stage. Like the the teachers didn't even look at you. They mispronounced your name. They're like, we don't care next.
0: Yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't even that cranked for grad. Like I went with my friends and then we went out camping after that. But like in a small town, it's like a week long event all the family and friends will, will all come to it. Oh, it's yeah. like everyone gets to invite. I don't know how See, many people to the grad. Great. Like the town makes a really big deal about yeah. it. Because it's often like, often people are leaving town too then, right? True. It's not just graduating. It's moving on from the town. That's very
2: true. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, and then they have like safe grad parties where you can order all your alcohol ahead of time and they have oh, chaperones and yeah. stuff even if you're underage mm-hmm. Justin sent me this press release that he got yesterday from the town of Pinocca and it was a list of all the streets that are going to be closed for the graduation parade
2: I saw this as well it's amazing and it's
0: like seven or eight streets there's yeah. so many it's, it's quite great. a parade by the sounds of it and I was like oh this is this is good for small town news absolutely um, graduation in a small town oh man is big big news oh
2: yeah small town
0: news with Beckler and Shona. Good evening, our top story tonight. Half a dozen streets will be closed around town today for the parade of graduates. We're all very proud of you.
2: The new banners are now up on Main Street. The smiling faces of the six graduates this year are proudly on display as you pass by.
0: Graduates and their guests attending SafeGrad are reminded to submit their alcohol list before Friday and earlier if they require anything fancy that the drugstore might not carry.
2: And Terry would like to know which graduating girls are 18 or at least close enough. Anyone with information is asked to contact him. Podcast. We were talking about vacation shirts yesterday and mm-hmm. how when you're at the airport it's really funny because especially if it's a hot place, like when I was coming home from Vegas, everybody's like sunburnt, hungover, and wearing Vegas t shirts, and you're like The
0: souvenir shirt, right? The
2: souvenir shirt that everybody yeah. buys that just says the place you're from Las Vegas on it. And you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking about all the stereotypical souvenirs that people bring back. And I was like, what would the goat of souvenirs be? What would be the souvenir that most people get. Now, first off, is there something that you ever collect? If you go on a vacation, is there any, ever something that you will bring back as a souvenir? No. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of people have collections, right? Yeah. Or things that they will go and hunt out, and they will bring it back from every place. The worst is, you'll normally buy it, and then you'll never use it, <laughs> and it gets tossed in the trash, so...
0: Unless it is part of a larger collection, like you said, right?
2: Yeah, and even still... um. you you find you have the collection and then eventually it gets tossed but what would be even in the conversation
0: other than t-shirts because t-shirts would be right up there it's right
2: up there I mean even like baseball caps is another one a lot of people buy a vacation baseball cap
0: yep Um, I know even like when I went to when I went to Boston with my dad I got a Red Sox cap there even though I have a bunch of them just because it was cool to have one from
2: Fenway Park right exactly Yeah. and if you like baseball caps you're like I like the Vegas one too
0: the two that spring to mind instantly are Magnets, mm-hmm. Magnets are huge because yep. they're small and simple, Totally, right? and cheap. Uh, and snow globes. Oh. Snow globe with the city, but also a little more difficult to transport.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, snow globe. Bo- I didn't even consider that one.
0: Yeah. Maybe uh, that's a little more specialized.
2: A little specialized. And you're right. It is tough to transport, especially if you're only doing carry-on. I yeah. don't know if the liquid in there probably considers it's considered too much. So I bet you the snow globe has gone down in popularity now.
0: Or maybe they've shrunk them.
2: Maybe tiny snow globes. Tiny snow globes, under, under 100 carry-on. milliliters. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the keychain?
0: keychain, yeah. That's Classic. a huge one. Classic. I know
2: most people who go for keychains. Yep. And then when I got thinking about the goat, I was like, would it be the postcard? Maybe, yeah, because it's... It's kind of the OG. Like That's what you used to do. I used to, even with my friends, send them postcards every time I went yep. on vacation. And it's, again, like 10 10 cents as postcard. Now they're more expensive, of course, but there's
0: always a really cool photo or photos of the place. And yeah. Yeah. And even when you think of like a souvenir shop, like a little souvenir shop in Bamford, whatever tourist spot you're in, the postcard rack is sitting outside the front door yep. to draw everyone in, to let them know this is a place where you get souvenirs.
2: A big new one though, is the tumbler the tumbler you get the tumbler, tumbler that you put your coffee in or whatever and now if you go into all the Bam stores they all have their own tumblers mm. it seems to be a care like cuz it used to functional. be the mug as well the mug is one but again they're kind of fragile mm-hmm. so transporting those back but those are another big souvenir you find in all the shops
0: goat would probably be postcard i think now that you say it just mm. cuz it's been around forever
2: you know what another old one is that's not a thing anymore small spoons Tiny little spoons. The tiny spoons from everywhere. Our grandparents used to be all about them. Tiny spoons. My
0: buddy always used to bring back floaty pens. Do you remember those? Oh, like were yeah. There, like the, there'd be something in the the end that would float that represented that. place. Yeah, the
2: woman whose like clothes fall off from Vegas. That's a big oh, one in seen Vegas. That one. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Hey, Close next time on. you go to Vegas, can Close you bring off. me? <laughs> can you, can me you bring me one? I sure will. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: There were a few big ones that we missed. We got lots of messages. Lots of the same messages. Um, did we mention spoons? I don't remember. We I
2: mean, did. We did. Yeah, that, spoons, that was the right? big one um, that I was like debating as maybe the goat. And, and everyone
0: was texting us while we were talking about it. What about spoons? Because it was what
2: like about- near the end of the conversation. Yeah. I was like, spoons. And I was you know, I was like, I actually want to start collecting spoons. Now that I think about it, that would be a cool thing to collect. Because it's compact. And mm-hmm. they're actually like, if you get the nice silver ones, they, they are kind of worth something. Uh, and I think it would be a fun. Yeah, thing to go on an adventure and try and find the spoons because it's not the cheap crap either. Like, it, most of those keychains and stuff are so crappy. Yeah, and so
0: whereas yeah. the spoon will last, and you can build like a cool display case for it. So totally, that, yeah. Um, Might a friend of ours collects growlers, like beer growlers from all the different places that he's been. Yes, and that's very cool, but also not the easiest thing to
2: transport and
0: it takes up a lot of space. A lot right? of space, it's yeah. breakable. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but that is very cool to have a growler display the shot other,
2: glasses was another one that people said and i was like yeah that's for sure
0: lots of people mentioned shot glasses yeah the nice thing about a shot glass too is that like you will probably have it forever you you buy one and you might never need to replace it in your whole life
2: but remember that again like buying one is one thing but you if you're collecting them that it's that you don't need that many shot you don't glasses. need that many shot
0: glasses no i've told this story in the air before but i have the shot glass that we have at our house was from a wedding that happened in 2008 and the couple was divorced in three months and here I am 15 years later still banging back shooters out of that thing pretty funny pretty funny yeah Um, and then the other one that we missed that everyone submitted was Christmas tree ornaments yes lots of people like to get Christmas tree ornaments in their travels and that's kind of cool because every year when you go to to set up the tree you're reminded of your vacations yep Oh, yep. that's right. Totally. We went to Paris in 1994, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yep. Lovely. Pretty cool. Lovely. You know we're also lovely are the uh, the folks at Shane Homes? Yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, we had lunch with them on Monday, as we told you, and we were talking all about what they're up to. and
2: So awesome, because um, they're like people that we work with, but also friends. They're just awesome.
0: Yeah, they yeah. said business is just booming right now. Like People are still moving to this province like crazy and yeah. looking for houses and... Uh, it's a very busy time for home builders, mm-hmm. um, but if you have something in mind, if you you know if you're in the market for a new house, if you're building, uh, and you want to check out some of the affordable customization options that Shane Homes offers, they can pretty much do anything with you within your budget which is very cool
2: and the cool thing is they were talking about how some of their houses are a bit smaller as well and you can fully customize that smaller house because sometimes you don't need a bunch of space Mm -hmm. and say uh, you want to go a bit smaller because maybe it's more affordable and then you can fully customize it to be exactly how you want it in that small space so it's awesome
0: like it's even more i mean it's more affordable to Heat and cool a small home, yep. right? You don't need as much furniture. You don't need to clean as much. So, yeah. yeah. If you're looking to maximize your space in a smaller place, that's something Shane Holmes could, could do for you for sure. Yep. ShaneHolmes.com, Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was reading yesterday that Celine Dion uh, had to cancel all of her scheduled shows due to some medical issues. She's got to come. She's out right now.
2: Yeah, she's got... What's what's. What? So,
0: yeah, she's suffering from a neurological disorder known as stiff person syndrome. Right. Sounds awful. That's a real condition. Yeah. And you're right. It sounds pretty unpleasant. Muscle stiffness, spasms. They you said you'd become very sensitive to noise and touch and that sort of thing. Not a good time. Nope. Um, and while the disorder itself is certainly not funny, the name of it is...
2: It really stiff is. person syndrome, mm-hmm. especially because most things have a very you know um, medical medical sounding name, very scientific. official sounding scientific. Exactly, uh, and then there's this, and you're like, hmm, stiff
0: person. Like when like, I read the headline, I had to make sure that it wasn't a joke, just taking a pop at her. Yeah, and no, it was like, oh, this is a real condition. This is yeah. this is serious.
2: I remember thinking the same thing when I
0: heard that. Like, what? It sucks because she's only fifty five years old. It's you know, have to have your body start deteriorating like that but i was like we couldn't come up with a better name like yeah. you said anything that sounds more like it might be from
2: the medical taxonomy like then stiff person syndrome stifflexia, or something even that would just even that. a little more than just stiff person syndrome or yeah.
0: sps as they call it yeah. you have sps stiff person syndrome if i went to the doctor with these symptoms mm-hmm. and he's like i'm diagnosing you with stiff person syndrome I'd be like, I would like to please see your credentials. Because yeah. it doesn't sound like you're a real doctor. No. And then no, there it is. It's actually stiff person syndrome.
2: because like we make jokes about people on the ground being stiffs and yeah. getting a stiffy it, and it, all just those a lot things. of things about stiff that you just it's yeah. It How, really kind of downgrades the the severity of that it sound, you know, it doesn't sound yes. as severe because of the name, which it clearly is. I so, shouldn't
0: first chuckle at your condition no. and then be concerned about it. The concern should come first,
2: ma'am, or I'm say
0: ha- what is that?
2: I hate to tell you, but you've got the stiffy. Yeah, you got the stiff got person got the stiff, syndrome. The stiff going person syndrome. syndrome. Person
0: syndrome. At least if we couldn't name it after the person who no. first observed it, we, we don't to- have like, you know. You know. I don't know. I
2: per, I, th- I agree. I think we need to maybe option to change that name.
0: Stiff person syndrome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not a good one. <laughs> not. A, don't like that one. I,
2: I'm. Di- I don't. I don't want to laugh. I can't. I'm not. No, I'm
1: not. Show
0: laughing. me your medical license. Stiff person. You just made that up, yeah. didn't you? Bunch really, of crap. I didn't. The
1: Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna.
2: So you know what a dunce cap is.
0: Yeah, they used to use them in schools, didn't mm-hmm. they? It was like that cone hat that they'd put on you if you were being dumb.
2: Yeah, and it, <laughs> occasionally people call you a dunce now. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that, but we used to use it at the hard time. Um, so I learned where that came from, and it's Man, act- is that ever cruel.
0: Hey, it's awful. <laughs> put on this stupid
2: hat. Can you imagine, kid? I know <laughs> That's the a- fact. That- Although I mean, like when I was growing up, they'd sit me on a piano bench in front of the the like the really? class if I did something wrong and I'd have to like face a class and so it wasn't really, really? A, like a physical hat on my head but it was still kind of embarrassing.
0: I don't think you like draw a circle on the blackboard and kid would have to stick their nose on it and stand there for a while.
2: Oh my god no I didn't have to do that.
0: And then there was like my dad who was taught by nuns and they just hit you. I was gonna say <laughs> just, just straight up hit you. Yeah,
2: so. yeah 100%. Anyway. Things have changed. Yep. Uh, so the dunce cap was actually named after a, a man which I was like oh that sucks. Uh, so John Dunn's Scotus was a Scottish Catholic priest, and he was a university prof and a philosopher. And he was actually considered one of the four most important Christian philosopher theologians of the Middle Ages. So it was him, along with Thomas Aquinas and Bonaventure, who you probably heard of. Heard of those names, yep. But you haven't heard of him. No. Which is most upset. But I guess he had uh, a bit of a resistance to new ideas and beliefs. So there were some people who were quite against him and what he thought. And um, so he, they started calling his supporters... Dunn's Disciples, or Dullards. Mmm, okay. And it kind of transformed into that with... So it was almost like a political insult. It was. And then teachers uh, eventually kind of used that if you were misbehaving, because he was one who they saw as misbehaving, or fighting Mm. back against common beliefs and that kind of thing. And so then they called these caps that they'd put on the kids' heads Dunce caps over time.
0: Do we know what the story behind the cap is? Like why it's shaped like that.
2: I don't know the story of that, and I'll have to look into that further. Didn't see anything about that. But the fact that this cap was named after somebody who at one point was supposed to be a very significant man. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine being that smart and having all of that yeah. in your life and behind you and on your resume? And then all of a sudden, all you're known for now is the idiot cap that you put on a kid's head.
0: Yeah, everyone remembers, you know, your your, your peers. Yes, your colleagues at the time. And
2: the only thing they remember about you is that this hat, this idiot hat is named after you. Idiots that wear this hat is named after you. That's a bad shake, isn't it? That sucks. It? Yep. Yeah. Not fair. Poor guy. Etymology
0: with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. <laughs> Friend of the show, Fred, sent me an email and he said, thought you know, I'd, pre- I'd appreciate this as a drummer, but he asked what I thought the goat of count-ins was. So in songs where they count the song in.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Because you see it live more than you will in a recording, but occasionally a recording will keep the countin. Hmm. Uh, okay. He gave a couple of examples here, which I'll play for you. This is, and I've 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 jacked up some of the countins too, the ones that are too quiet, just so you can really hear. Fair. It, but, yep. this is We've done
1: four already, but now we're steady. And then they win. one, two, three, four. Oh yeah.
0: The ocean by Zeppelin. Yeah. Or Fred mentioned this one from Van Halen. One,
1: two. One,
2: two. Right.
0: So, any that you would like to submit, Shauna?
2: Well, it's funny because just as we were talking about this, I was just listening to this song and I, I didn't realize that it had a count in, but then I was like, oh yeah, one, two, three, four. So this is Silver Sun Pickups' circadian rhythm. Oh, okay. So it starts with her, just like and it's rare to hear it, a girl with like a little count. Yeah. In like that. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's a that's kind of a rare one. Ever? Yeah. So that's one of them that I that I thought of. Okay. The, the other one is Foo Fighters' Wheels. One, two,
0: three, four. So that starts every, that song. Every once in a while, it just adds so much to the start of a song and I think and that's a good example. Like if it had just started with that big punchy note, yep. it'd be good, mm-hmm. but it's, the count is better there. It does.
2: It, it, it is almost that adds that build up. Yeah.
0: That's Dave counting yeah. it in? Okay. Right. Uh, what about...
2: That was... Potentially my goat
0: for this. Was it? Really, yeah. So that one's been used twice.
2: Oh. Because that's
0: Rock of Ages by Def Leppard. Right. But it was also used in... I
2: had this one. <laughs> yeah. Me, Funny thing
0: about this one. Oh, yeah. Is they do a count in twice in that song in two different languages. Because they do it again right here. Uno,
2: dos, right. Cinco, cinco,
0: yep. Which is an interesting interesting choice. Totally. Interesting songwriting choice. Yep. Um, what else you got? It wouldn't be...
2: Well, I got to add this one. This is ACDC? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a, in an instrumental count-in. That's obviously not the that's actual right. l- numbers, but that one, I mean, like, that's, that's Terry just famous. went from
0: six to midnight there, didn't he?
2: Terry uh, needs to pull over and... <laughs> have a moment. ...deal with the stiffy he's got. Um, it's fine.
0: Stiff person syndrome.
2: Stiff person syndrome. Um,
0: yeah. If you're talking about instrumental count-ins, there's...
2: I have that one. Yeah, yeah. Those or, are the two of the big ones that I thought of.
0: the That's on the jam block. Jam block, also a funny name for your horn.
2: That's a great name. We could see your, your jam horn. block, bud. Yeah. Or your cowbell even, yeah. <laughs> uh, And then I was thinking... Maybe the goat of bands for count ins would be the Ramones, right?
0: They do it all the time.
2: All the time. Yeah. In fact, Motorhead, when they, they have that song, Ramones, right? And they did it to tribute the Ramones. Oh, I was okay. like, they are, yeah, so many songs have it, especially the live ones. I, I know that some of the recordings, though, take it out. like
0: Oh, they don't include the count in? Yeah, but. What about this one? one two,
1: three, uh,
2: my yeah. No that's a big one. And that's. <laughs>
0: That's high on my list for like Goat of Songs. So I. The fact that it has a count in two. I, I
2: have to agree with you on that. Yeah. And they. It's s- got it all.
0: Yeah. And the fact that he skipped four is really cool, too. Like they just went. One,
1: two, three, uh, five,
0: baby. He said uh instead of four. But
2: I mean, the offspring also did it in two different languages.
1: So. Good point. I Good mean. Point. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. A Country Heritage Moment. <laughs>
0: Calgary has one of the most impressive skylines in Canada, but as with most cities, it's changed dramatically over the years. The towering glass office buildings downtown only started popping up in the last few decades as companies and developers have vied for the title of tallest building in Calgary.
2: The first building to draw the eyes of Calgarians upward was the Palliser Hotel when it first opened in 1914. Four additional stories were added in 1929 and the Palliser held the title until 1958 when Elveden House was completed.
0: Then things started to move quickly downtown. One Calgary place opened in 1968, beating Elvin and House by 100 feet. But people in the city were more intrigued by a project on 9th Avenue.
2: The Calgary Tower opened that same year as the tallest structure in Canada outside of Toronto. Although the tower didn't meet the habitable floor requirements to officially be listed amongst tall buildings, it dominated the skyline for the next 15 years. In
0: 1984, Suncor Energy Centre opened with the West Tower standing 705 feet tall. And no building would challenge its title until 2011 when a massive new building called The Bow popped up one block east.
2: Two years later, ground broke on Brookfield Place, which at 810 feet became the current tallest building in Calgary and the tallest in Canada outside of Toronto until Edmonton's Stantec Tower beat it by 13 feet one year after completion.
0: Tell Sky opened in 2020, and while it's certainly one of the more architecturally interesting buildings in Calgary, it's 82 feet shorter than Brookfield.
2: With a high office vacancy rate downtown and several projects scaled back, the future of tall buildings in Calgary is uncertain. A proposal known as Stephen Avenue Quarter includes a condo building that would break the 900-foot mark, but the project is currently on hold.
0: So at least for now, Brookfield places crown as Calgary's tallest building is safe. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment.
1: This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. It I almost threw extra. up
0: in the JFK airport. That's Hold a, on.
1: That's a full recommend. on
0: vomit. Full on vomiting. Was this before or after eating food, though?
1: Both. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at X92.9.ca.